You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Most enterprises use disparate systems to manage spend. The result? A reactive manual approach. CFOs and controllers, you deserve better. You deserve a unified spend platform from Brex. Brex makes it easy to proactively control spend with cards, spend management, travel, and bill pay in one place. You can create budgets with controls built in, track and adjust in real time to keep teams accountable, and automate compliance to close the books faster. Ready to control your spend with one unified platform? Visit Brex.com. Well, thank you for coming back to join me and Megan Carver for the final five. Now, this is a bonus episode to the conversation we had earlier in the week, where all season long, I'm asking the same final five questions to each and every guest. We're covering topics that we didn't address in the previous interview. Now, today, Megan gives her own thoughts about other jobs she would like to have and best advice she's ever received. All right, Megan, here we are at the final five. So, number one, if you could be anything else, if you could do anything outside of the arts, what would it be? I would love to be a sign language interpreter. I was so lucky that my college allowed me to do two years of foreign language as American Sign Language. So, so are you fluent now? Or no, that, God, I wish. That would uh, be so great. Right? No, I was conversational for a good long while. Um, but the, uh, the kind of expression that goes with sign language is so freaking fascinating because really your is. facial expression is the punctuation, is the tone of mm-hmm. the conversation that you're having. So if you're just deadpan, it's like talking to a robot. Like everything that's involved in sign language, the culture around it, the development and history of it, it's a, it's just so fascinating. If I could go back in time and do anything else, it would, it would probably be that. Yeah, because I had John McGinty on uh, about a year ago and talking with him and, and he would sign back and we would have that conversation. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting just watching him because mm-hmm. like for us, we have a sarcastic tone and that's right. how people know we're joking. With, with someone who's deaf, as you said, it's that facial expression, it's, it's how they move their hands in yeah. a certain way to let you know, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I'm joking with you. <laughs> right. So it, it, I think almost every deaf person has a bit of actor in them because, they because they have to they really have express to. everything. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's fascinating to watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, number two, what is a bucket list role or show that you still hope to do one day? There are so many, like literally name off any hammy caricature part in a musical. Any, any part for 30s yeah, <laughs> comedians. Anything. <laughs> and I feel like oh, that's another thing too. A lot of those parts I haven't grown into yet. I'm too young for Mrs. Lovett, but I will play the fuck out of that when I get there. Um, so I think like, yeah, Sweeney Todd, Mrs. Lovett would be a great one. Miss Hannigan. I would love to be So Ms. basically Hannigan. you, you want to be like the, the evil twisted women who are like doing crazy oh, things. Hell yeah. Are you kidding? That's the most fun. And they always again, are. Again, that's where my big comes in. My mm-hmm. big personality, my big face, my big gestures and everything match all of those parts. And it's parts where I probably already feel home in because mm-hmm. of that. Love that. I love that. So number three, who is it that you look up to as either a mentor or someone that inspires you? Uh, I... Uh, so someone that I really look up to and that I actually subscribe an awful lot to uh, in terms of guidance as an actor is Anthony Mindell. Um, he has studios here in LA, in Vancouver. Um, I believe he has one in London as well. It's the AMAW Studios. Okay. And he has a wonderful way of going through how it is to live in this life, that this crazy life that we have as an actor and as a creative. Um, but it's always evolving and always changing. And what I love so much about his acting specifically is that it it's literally it's kind of like um, Meisner, but elevated. You are living in real time and living honestly to what is coming at you in the moment. And that's how you live in real life anyways. Mm -hmm. So it's bringing that into the studio and bringing that into the audition room. And every single teacher that I have worked with at the New York studio has just changed it and shaped me in ways that I don't know that I could have done without them. So what Anthony Mindell brings to the table and what he's created at his studio is remarkable and something I so look up to. Yeah, it's one of those things, whether you're on stage or on camera, being natural, just being a human reacting and interacting is sometimes the most oh difficult God. thing. Being honest, there's one scene from Transparent where there's a woman who's literally naked eating a microwave dinner in the kitchen. So that's something that I really aspire to and something I really am inspired by. Is being naked. Is and, being naked and eating and, and a microwave, microwave dinner. dinner. That's something that I've, you know, One life day. goals. One day. We'll get there. Yeah, big big crossing the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of which, number four, uh, name a lesson or character trait, something that, that took you a while to learn or something that you're still working on now. Um, so this is something that I'm going to say two. One, just to plug my mom real quick, because she's always telling me to be patient. And again, I'm not a patient person. And that's something I think you need to have in this crazy business of show is patience. Yeah. So that's something I'm always working on. Um, something that I've learned only, I think, in the last four years of my life is actually advice that I got from Bernadette Peters. When I was here in New York as a high schooler for a high school field trip to go see all those Broadway shows with all the nerdy theater kids, we came and saw Gypsy and we rushed the stage door and Bernadette Peters came out and I said, what advice do you have for any aspiring actors? And she said, be yourself. Don't be anyone else. Just be yourself. And I think as someone... Bernadette Peters with this sweet cherub face, giant curly hair, and that sweet squeaky voice, she couldn't be anybody else. She was probably told to try to be something else. And the thing that served her the most was being truly herself. And that's something I think I've only recently learned is I need to be okay and actually relish in my big, quote unquote, and every aspect that that brings to the table. Yeah. 
Well, that kind of goes into number five. And so what is the best advice that you've received? It <laughs> could be personal or professional. Um, I think that that be yourself is, is so crucial and so important. But I think the other advice that I would give, and I normally give to anybody that has asked me, um, is balance. I think that's something I was really hard on myself for not suffering from my art more when I first moved here. Right, right. It's that what we were talking about earlier about exhausting yourself and just doing everything and getting up early and just, you know, nonstop 27 hours a day, just work, work, work. And I, I tend to be more on that side. I tend to be a bit of a workaholic. Like we just ended the campaign for my short film and I'm already working on two cabarets that are coming up in the next month while also starting to work on my next musical parody it's hard for me not to stop. So so basically a vacation for you. Right, yeah. exactly. I'm doing something right now uh, that's not the campaign. So it, yeah. But I think it's it's very easy for us to feel guilty about taking care of ourselves. And I think that the world is now slowly but surely waking up to hashtag self-care. And that doesn't necessarily mean bubble baths or treating yourself to a latte. It means like that quote, I think, I saw again on Facebook is it means letting go of a bad friendship. It means taking time to be at home by yourself and journal, even though you don't really feel like it. It means going out and, you know, eating a good meal and grocery shopping for yourself. It means a lot of different things, uh, spending time with loved ones, et cetera. I think balance is crucial to whatever career you are in and making sure that you are not letting your career define you. Your career is a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when you're on your deathbed, you're probably not going to be thinking back to all those auditions I didn't get. You're going to be thinking back to the time that you spent with your loved ones and what you did with your life. So yeah. I think that's something that I would probably say. That's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much, of Megan. Of course. Thank you. All right. All right. Lovely. We did it. We did it. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.